The following program is rated BBMALSA. It contains strong language, sexual situations, awesomeness, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Listener indiscretions are advised. Welcome to our Bliss Bringers podcast. The materials we cover encourage adults of all ages, nationalities, and sexualities to open up and embrace their wildest desires and blissful pleasures. You won't find medical advice here, just our personal experiences following the journey of sexual evolution and education in sizzling fun topics that were definitely not taught to us in school, but have wickedly blossomed into reality. We discuss adventures in ethical non-monogamy, kinks and fetishes, exotic places to visit, sexy events, workshops, and tips. Allow us to seduce you into embarking on new adventures where each day you ask yourself, what's your pleasure? Welcome back, everyone, to Blissbringers. Today is... <laughs> Sorry. Sunday! It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. It's May 26th, and this is our very first live Bedcast. Bedcast! Bedcast! Woo! Woo! Thank goodness for king-size beds. Yep. Live, well, li- <laughs> we're half sort of live. live. Recorded sort of live. live. Recorded live, all in the same bed in Toronto. Cuddle. And I'm Professor T, and I have with me my trusted team. The captain. And Mistress Cindy. And just John. Villain. Villain John. <laughs> Main subject today is our interview with Yana, the owner of the Oasis Aqua Lounge, which, which is an upscale sex club in Toronto. And before that, does anybody have any personal updates? Nope, not at all. <laughs> Except I'm well, very comfortable. This is okay, so com- we have an immediate personal update. We do? Well, this is how comfy this bed is. So what do we all think about the Oasis? Right, because yesterday we spent the day at the Oasis Aqua Lounge, and then we went back after dinner. And what did people think? My first impression. I love the location. I love the location because it's downtown Toronto. There's a hotel across the parking lot. There's that great breakfast place that we went to. I love the location. What'd you guys think of it the first when you first got there before you walked through the door? I liked it. That was the first time we'd ever been there during the day. It has a different kind of vibe during the day. It, it does. Like, yeah, it's an old mansion. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It used to be a bathhouse. Oh, that's why the club has a lot of character to it. Yeah, so the club has three levels. And when you come in, they have the the bar area and the dance floor. And on that level, too, is the indoor. Yeah, the hot tub, showers. And then you can go outside from there to the outdoor pool. And then when you go up to the next level is the locker room. Mm -hmm. and Co-ed locker room. That was a big locker room. And, yeah, it's nice that they supply you with a lock. So there's a locker room and then there's the dungeon. Well, we spent quite a bit of time in there last night. Yeah, we kind of dominated that place. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. I think the new motto is bring a flogger, make a friend. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Bring toys. That room was empty until we walked in. We did, actually, yeah. You know, when we walked in and started playing, Marcus break the ice. Yeah, Bliss Bringers break the ice because when we went in there yes. and started lining up our toys, I don't remember which one of you, Captain or Reverend John, one of you said to some voyeurs, a couple, hey, you want to come in? You yeah. want, do you like to be spanked? I can't remember which one. One of, of the guys. questions I asked, I think it was me, and I, what I did is I asked, have you ever been flogged? I really enjoyed working the floor. 
and watching you guys do your thing. Yeah. Enjoy that. And participating in doing your thing. And I notice I I go into that Dom mode. I transform and I become more of, I listen and I watch. I don't talk as much. And it's great to have you, Captain, because you take that other piece of it. You start to educate and talk to the people around me. Whereas I'm focusing, I'm going into it. And you also play great with tag team with me. I enjoyed that. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And you're so good, Sam, at touching them and kind of talking to them. Mm-hmm. You say things yeah. to, make them, to help them relax. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you find out what they want. I love whispering in their ears. Yes, yes, I noticed that. I talk dirty secrets. Ooh, and how close you get to them. They get really close. And what I, what I notice is that... They relax, and they. I almost think that they're thinking no one's ever paid this much attention to me. That's it. That's exactly you know? it. I think you know when with dominance and submissives, there's a great exchange. It's not necessarily just power, but it's a safety. And I always make sure that the folks that are with me, whether it be a man or a woman, I'm whispering to them, "You're safe." You can right, let go. And right. I'm whispering it and I'm kissing them. And eventually it doesn't take that long. But some people, you know, they're very, they're not sure what's going to happen. And so I talk and I purr. Uh, My secret is I purr in ears when I come up against oh, them. So that's... Well, what I'm doing is that I'm smelling them. I like smelling right. the pheromones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I come up behind their ears and I right. take in a deep breath and then right. I exhale. Right. And that's what you're watching. So you're getting really... In sync. Yes, in sync and involved. You're becoming one with... I do. Yes. She was doing a great job there. When when I looked over there, she had a person on the cross who was like shivering or... Yes. Yes, she was shivering. I know. And you were helping out there too, Professor. Yeah, I was helping out. You were tag teaming that room. I like that. Mm -hmm. That was hot. So when I went into the room, they had that piece of furniture that I had never seen before. And... Which one? The one that you you put your knees on it and then you lean over it. Oh, yeah. It almost looks like a massage table, half a massage table. And there's a place for your face. And I'd never seen that. And so I leaned over there and then I got flogged. Who was flogging you? Just John. <gasps> flogged and spanked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How was it? it was, was that too was good. Was it good? Yeah. It, it was good. He is good. I yeah, love watching good. him. I'm a little bit, you know, I don't like getting flogged too hard or spanked too hard. I enjoyed watching you, Professor T, with that girl on the St. Andrew's Cross. When she was facing away, I was like, oh, my God, that girl is gorgeous. And then Captain came up and lifted your skirt. There were a bunch of ladies and men behind me. They all go, (gasps) Yes, I heard that. And I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? And I turn around, (laughs) and Professor T's ass, her gorgeous ass, is staring at me. I'm like, (gasps) and I got... That was a real turning point (laughs) for everyone in the room. Because people thought, whoa, maybe this is going to be fun. Oh, and I pulled it up slowly. It oh, never, my rubber skirt. The rubber skirt, I had that too. Rubber and skirt. I folded it up. And she, <laughs> she, that, I really like that. And then it was Captain Doming, Professor T, as she's doming the girl, and her husband's off to the side, and he has the paddle, and he's spanking a little bit, spanking Professor T. Because I asked him, I said, would you like to spank her? And he said, yes, I would. And I heard this. a little too hard. 
Did you have an orgasm, Professor T? Yes. John's got his hand between my legs. <laughs> I can be mean like it. <laughs> we should always podcast like this. I agree. Yes, it's very nice. It is nice. Whoops. Upstairs, they have several different play areas. And they've got that one really cool room with the AstroTurf, and it's like the back of the van. The, 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 the shagging wagon? Or yeah. The... yeah. I love that room, I but I didn't to... get a chance to play in it. I know. Well, I kept... Peeking in there to see if we could get a spot. The shag wagon was cool. And you you did the red room. We did. We liked the red room, although there was the red room was in the in the in the. What was going on? Okay, we'll first describe the red. The way I saw it, it was like leather, one big pad at the bedroom, and they had these little. I think one way windows. Yes, to the bar. bar. Two way, the one way mirror. The peekholes. Yes, to the bar. You could. Were you peeking? Yes, Yes. we peeked on you guys. Oh, you did. With a peek. It was sexy. Oh, you guys are hot. Fourth floor is a private oh, room yeah. for private parties. First come, first serve, and you can have your own room. Oh, there's a bar on the third room. You can buy cocktails. You cannot no, bring your own drinks, which is license. unusual because in California, our clubs are BYOB. Yeah, they have a big variety of drinks, a lot of uh, choices. Yes. They're a little bit pricey on, on the alcohol. I- so, Professor, what else was there at the club? Mm. Try to talk while you're getting mm. fat. There was a swimming pool. Oh, and we went and interviewed some people. We'll have some. <sighs> okay. Tell us about the pool, somebody. It's hot. <sighs> it was wet. <sighs> it was deep. <sighs> it was very sensual. <sighs> Were there a lot of people? It was <sighs> just Reverend John and I. Oh. 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 We're here doing our very first live interview, and we have with us today, besides Yana Matthews, our special guest, we've got... The captain. Mr. Cindy. Just John. So, Yana, welcome. Hi. Thank you. And thank you for agreeing to give us some of your time today. You've got a background as an Olympian, you're the owner of an upscale sex club, and I'm sure there's lots of things in between, but anything that you'd like to tell us about? So many people telling me, you should write a book, because I've done things with, uh, I think lots of people have not, and like you said, yes, I, um, I was a World Cup skier, I was a World Cup Olympian windsurfer, and I was a teacher in Europe, and uh, when I came to Canada, I went through all kind of different little things. Um, and, um, you know, so one day I was talking to one of my partners and uh, they were having this idea about opening a sex club because they were somewhat in a lifestyle. And uh, they didn't like the hours. They didn't like the aspect of having single men around. And then, <clears throat> so they thought we'll open this little tiny place when everybody can have fun during the day. And then uh, we have different rules. And uh, they asked me to um, if I would be interested in uh, partnering up. And it took me about a month to decide. And uh, I always wanted to have a club. So I thought, why don't combine you know, the aspects what I like with sex? And everybody have sex. We all do. Most of us, I hope. We do. <laughs> I hope you all guys have sex. We and, do. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean you. I meant our listeners right now. 
So if not, then come to Oasis and you can. I became so involved in this and, and I love it. What about you? Do you have a shade of gray? How do you identify yourself and your sexuality? I am very square and monogamous and plain Jane. It doesn't stop me from having fun with whoever I am with at a time, right? But uh, yeah, no, I all my life I've been one man, woman. You know, I'm not uh, Virgin Mary. <laughs> I've been around, but <laughs> <laughs> I... My intentions are always kind of, you know, I want to be with a person who I'm with and I expect the monogamy. That's an interesting thing for someone who owns a sex club. Yeah. That's and lifestyle I, I know, but like I said, we're all different, right? Yeah. And then uh, for me, it was interesting to see that people can actually do it and it still blows my mind. And everybody is different and, and the main thing is not to be judgmental do you have sex with your significant other here at the club are you okay with having sex in front of other people so yeah my uh, my ex-boyfriend worked here and we had sex here pretty much everywhere wherever you can see uh during the 18 months but not in front of other people no it would be you know when nobody's here or after hours your team the senior team here is all women are you all involved actively in the club yeah, I guess you can say that Tony's uh, the founder. Tony is one of the people who there was her idea to um, to open the club. Um, I I wasn't comfortable at the beginning to be the face of the club and then uh, take the hit in public. Over the two years, I came to the terms that you know what, judge me if you want. I don't care. I love it. And then all these people who I meet are happy and, and good people. So there's nothing to be ashamed of. And uh, now I tell everybody what I do and where I work. So yeah, Holly is a marketing coordinator. She's a founder of Great Canadian Burlesque. So she's actively involved with planning our events on Saturdays, bringing the burlesque people and then trying to put things, special events together for Saturday nights to have entertainment. Have you been out with your daughter's school or the neighbors? They obviously see you. So how is the neighbor, I guess, you, uh, the community feelings about you as an individual and an Olympian and owning a mature and very, I love this club. <laughs> you know, the decor is awesome here. Yeah, we love it. Um, not, not officially. Like what I meant was more, you know, your immediate neighbors or I live in small town pretty much when 90% of people know each other. And it is actually a big swingers community. When I told my real estate agent that I have a swingers club, or at that time we still kind of said swingers club, now we're trying to be more couples club, not swingers club. We welcome swingers, obviously, but we're trying to more put the word out. It's for any couple who wants to enhance their relationship and then enjoy each other's company and come here. So when I used to tell people I have a swingers club and now I say it's not a swingers club, it's a couples club. My neighbors know me anywhere I go. So what do you have? What do you do? Where do you work? Oh, I have this club and, you know, it's like a spa lounge. So I kind of omit some parts of the information. And uh, after the UFT event in January, when uh, it became very public, uh, who I am and what I own. My neighbor's shoveling driveway. It was like, oh, you're a celebrity now. I'm like, what? 
Oh, I went to Gellert Center and my neighbor works there at the desk. And she's like, oh, I saw you in papers. So pretty much everywhere <laughs> I went, it's been at least 15, 20 people uh, since January who I would run into and they would know and they heard about Oasis. Um, and then I'm like, well, you know, I kind of, and they're like, what are you talking about? It's awesome. Like, that's perfect. Like, can we come? So I got nothing but very positive feedback, at least straight to my face. Maybe behind my back they're saying something else. But uh, from the reaction, I felt very proud and positive. And I'm sure there's people who judge. And behind your back they say, oh, my God, like, whatever. But if they want to do it, it's their loss, right? I think having a woman as the front face of the club comes as a surprise to some people. They're not expecting a woman to be in charge of a sex club. And I wonder if it was important for you to have an all-woman team. It's a woman-friendly club. Yeah, very much so. It's uh, pretty much everybody comments on that too. It's, oh, it's so shocking. Like, And then it's club for women, and it's right by a woman. And I think that you can see the difference. People who come here, they, they kind of pick up on it without even knowing right it's it's got a little different atmosphere different uh, layout setup um different rules and then uh you can see the woman's touch so yeah. <laughs> it's very bright in here it's nice. that's what i noticed it's very bright it's sunny you know it's decorated very nice it's not yeah. like the other clubs yeah well, it's a historical mansion, right? And then we try to keep the most of the parts as banisters and then like kind of cool things uh, intact. But uh, mainly it's, you know, how we try to enforce the rules and then um, make sure that everybody feels comfortable. And like I said, I'm always here. And if you see new couples, I try to make sure that I talk to them and they feel comfortable. And, you know, you can get any guy in here. Let's face it, right? Oh, you want to go to a sex club? You want to fuck? Let's do it. Women, not so much. It's hard to convince the woman that it's okay. Uh, it would have been hard three years ago to convince me to go to a sex club. I'll be the first one be like, oh, no, no thanks. I'm not going. But uh, because of the spa-like atmosphere, the sauna, hot tub, steam room, the pool, it feels different. You have so many things to do here. You know, you don't have to just come here and have sex. Some people don't even have sex here. They just come because of, you know, good music and then good atmosphere, everybody being friendly. You don't get rowdy crowd. And here, you know, you're going to be treated with respect. And then everybody has the common sense and rules to not to bother you if you don't want to be bothered. So it's very comfortable, and I believe that's my biggest compliment, what I get. We feel like we're home. It feels like I'm at my house having a party. We just feel so comfortable. So that's what we're trying to accomplish from the woman's point of view. Did you have the idea for the club before you found the location, and then you sought out a location in yes. downtown Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, the idea was a small place. It kind of turned out, uh, got out of hands. But it was small business just to have the, during the day hours and have the no single guys rules and then, you know, people who have two, three kids and they don't want to be kept on a dance floor until midnight and then, then be able to go and, 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 and enjoy the sexual activities. Um, because, you know, lots of people 
do have kids and then they're tired at 12 o'clock or they have to wake up in the morning. So I wanted to provide the option of being here during the day or being here at 8 o'clock in the evening. Basically, at any point, anything is allowed. So that was kind of the idea of a small business. But then when we found this building in particular with the pool and the renovation started, yeah, we didn't know really what we're getting into when the reno started. How important was it for you that it be in downtown Toronto as opposed to a lot of clubs are out or further out? We wanted to do something downtown because there was nothing in here. So people who do not maybe drive and then they don't have so much access to West End want to kind of do it. The website describes the Oasis Aqua Lounge as an upscale sex club. And you already mentioned that you're trying to orient as a couples club rather than a swingers club. What percentage of the people that frequent the club are swingers? I describe it as an adult's playground and a mini vacation in a city. You can buy a weekend pass and then you can suntan on a deck instead of going to Mexico. It's basically the same. You sit by the pool, you drink, and you have sex, and then you dance. When we did a survey last summer, it was uh, 50-50. Now, we have not done the survey, but from you know being here all the time, I believe that the ratio changed to about 60-65 to 40-35 in favor to non-swingers. Uh, at the beginning, nobody knew about us. We didn't have any money for marketing. We didn't really, and we still don't really. Um, so people who knew about it were the hardcore swingers who's been in a lifestyle, swingers lifestyle for quite a while. Uh, now, the, the targeted audience, it's the regular couples who's never been, who never tried, who are bored, not having enough privacy, not having enough time for one another. That's the people we're trying to bring in and introduce to that if they become swingers or not, if they just want to have the thrill of being nude and watch somebody and then be watched. Um, their choice, but definitely we wanted to introduce Oasis to the regular public when you're just kind of thinking, hmm, maybe I could try, maybe I will be comfortable. Everything here is fully optional. Clo- clothing, anything, everything. You can bring lingerie, bathing suit. You don't even have to take your clothes off. Uh, some nights are more swingers-like, and then, yes, it can be a big orgy, and it can be lots of fun, and some nights are more than newbies, but definitely now the ratio it's more in favor of non-swingers who just want to be here and be part of it, not being judged, not being looked at like, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing it without labels. You know, couples are coming in and dipping their toes into it and saying, yeah. I'm not a swinger, but I'm yeah. enjoying this environment right. a lot. Right. And they might not be swingers in terms they will not have sex with other couples. They might, you know, girls might be kissing on a dance floor, but they will not take it any further. Uh, So might be not even doing that. But usually, yeah, you see lots of that. But who doesn't kiss a girl, right? I've kissed my best friend. Me? Me what you don't kiss a girl? She does. Sure you do. She does. Sure she does. After being open for a while, has the, the sex side of the club remained a central part? It's, it's a big part, yeah. Especially on Saturday when we have entertainers. Usually people come and they kind of dance. And then at 11, we have the entertaining. But by 11.30, 
the dance floor is deserted. <laughs> Everybody's upstairs. And um, some nights, like even yesterday night, there was nobody downstairs at the dance floor. Everybody was upstairs. So no, definitely the, the sex is a big aspect in here. And that remains an important part of the vision oh, yeah, that's, of the club. We are a sex club. Go to the dance club if you want to just dance. You really come here to be able to have sex. You've said a few things about men creating a different kind of vibe. So I wanted to ask a little bit about single men. Or what if a woman wanted to come with two men? She wouldn't be able to do that. Um, she can. We created a night on Wednesday. Not on the busy nights when, you know, we have the, you have regular couples to come. We will not compromise that ever. But uh, we had a demand from couples and women, you know, oh, we would be, we want to have another man involved. They're like, well, it's too bad. Go to some other club because we really are for women and for couples, not for, it, it brings out all the different dynamics and different atmosphere. So we created a Wednesday night with still strict rules of um, upstairs. If you want to play downstairs and you want to be watched by many men and, you know, perform anything what you're doing in front of them and that's your fetish or your thrill and, and you want to do it, you have an option. However, if you want to have the privacy of bringing one man or two or three or ten up with you, you can bring them upstairs, but they have to be invited. So up to the second floor, everybody has access to do whatever they want. On the third floor, the man can come only by the invitation of the woman or a couple. Once they're done with that person, then he has to leave even if they want to keep staying here but they don't want to mingle with him anymore. He has to go back downstairs. That's an interesting um, compromise, mm -hmm. you know, so they can yeah. come, but there's rules. Yeah. So again, there's something for everyone. You know, you, if, if you're willing to, if, if your fetish is that you want to be watched and then you stay downstairs, if you just want to have that one extra person, then you come up here. Or 10. Or 10. <laughs> or 10. Come on, boys. Yes. <laughs> At this point, we have at least, I would say, 50% couples on the Wednesday night. And then the ratio between the single guys and the girls varied. But we have more and more single girls coming. Are the single women coming to meet the single men? Is that what's the attraction for them on the Wednesday night? Either the single men or the couples. But yeah, I guess the single girls come now more on the Wednesday than they come on the regular nights. It actually says something for the safety, the feeling of safe here yes. for more single women coming to a club like this, right. you know, the stereotypical sex club, you know, some girls would not feel safe. Yeah. And if more and more of the attendees are beginning to be single girls, as you yeah. said, it means the word's getting out on the street. Yeah. It's a safe, clean, mm -hmm. great environment for women to come in yeah. and, and feel no pressure, but they can get the groove on it. Exactly. That's what they want to do. And they, they know that we control the man. That's great. If you do not want to be bothered by the guy, we will make sure you will not be bothered. And since you mentioned the uh, safe and clean, yes, everything is made out of leather and wipeable with disinfectant wipes. We have people coming throughout the night all the time cleaning and uh, provide loops and condoms and other means of protection. So, again, safe sex, female condoms, gloves, anything basically. So, practice safe sex. 
And you have lots of different kinds of events. So you've got your events that focus on different things like the Fetish Fridays or the Threesome Nights, Genesis Sunday, the Burlesque Nights, the Student Mondays. Do all of these kinds of events attract a different kind of crowd? The crowd's kind of mingling now. At the beginning when we started doing the Fetish Fridays, it was, yes, it was much more fetishy and less of our crowd came. Now it's really like half and half, uh, they kind of blend together more. The Genesis Sunday, it's still more specific. It is targeted and to the audience who are into fat. Some of our regular couples come on that Sunday too, but its majority is the fetish kind of crowd. And all the other nights, they're really open to everyone. So you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, some people will come because, oh, there's a bikini contest tonight or, you know, I want to see the burlesque. But bottom line, I'm sorry, bottom line is the pool, it's the sex, and then, you know, to be able to do whatever you want. So whatever the event is, if you feel like being in this kind of environment, then you come regardless of the event. What is Genesis? I don't think I know it what is, that is. It is a similar. Uh, technically, it is the young fetish or the, the group who organized this event. They, when they approached us, they said we have, were young. So we try to accommodate anybody, everybody who is open-minded, basically. So the student nights you've referred to a few times, the January event and all the controversy around that. But now you've got the regular student nights. How important do you think it is to make space for younger people to have a sex club experience, to explore the lifestyle? Well, I guess, uh, as you can see from the price on Monday... What is it, $5? It's $5 for girls and $20 for guys, which... As opposed compared to... Compared to, um, it's $80 for couples and uh, $50 for single men. Girls are free on Wednesday. But the price has been adjusted for the students, so it is important to me and my you know, partner or my team uh, to introduce the safe environment. And, and it's not even just provide for them to be able to go and have sex. It's that, again, when you go to the club and people behave inappropriately, here you kind of get to learn the etiquette of, you know, what is appropriate, how to treat a woman, how to behave, and uh, how to practice safe sex. So it's not just, you know, if I, if I didn't care, I would charge them $80, same like, you know, any other person, and, you know, whatever. Uh, I want to make money. But that's why we created the Monday, because I think that it's important that young people can come and enjoy and then you know they bring their laptops they do their homework they sit on a deck yeah well trust me they play cars they play domino and uh, well, for five dollars yeah sure. well nice environment it's nice environment have you had an opportunity to see a lot of other clubs maybe locally or elsewhere in the world and how do you think oasis aqua lounge is unique among clubs mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not in the lifestyle. So I do not know anything from personal experience. I've heard millions of stories from clubs from U.S., from Europe, from Italy, from London, from you name it, cruises, um, lifestyle hotels. Um, So I heard a lot about how the clubs are run. From what I hear, we are so unique, and that's why they like to be coming here instead of to the other clubs. 
again, the environment, the spa, the hours, the no single guys rules and, and, and the way how it's run and uh, the cleanliness, the, you know, no sheets on the beds, no small hot tub or no hot tub whatsoever. So that's why I think we're unique. The hours alone make you quite unique. Being Six open. days a week from 11 in the morning till three. You don't yeah. see that very yeah. often. And I guess that's partly because of the spa, right? Yeah. You've well, got other it's things. the spa, but also you have people who work downtown, let's say, and they want to, they have a lunch break. So instead of going to the restaurant, you come here, you order the lunch, you have it delivered and you can eat here while you're sitting in a hot tub and then. Uh, instead of going for patio, you come over here. So oh, you can get your lunch delivered. Yeah, well, we work with the restaurants around. We have menus, so we just call it in, and then they either deliver or we'll send some of the staff to go pick it up and bring it to you. So you sit out on the pool deck during lunch. We could have yeah. done that. I know you still can do it. You're welcome to it. <laughs> Take your clothes off now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what What's your average attendance these days? Which nights are the most popular nights? Uh, Saturdays are probably the busiest nights. However, the Fridays uh, in last three, four months were coming pretty close to the Saturday nights, but it's still a little bit more in favor of Saturday. And uh, I have to say the Wednesday, it's now becoming pretty much same as the Saturday, or it is already. So the Saturday and the Wednesdays are the busiest nights. Usually Thursday are the most quiet, and then there's lots of people who likes that, right? And they specifically come on a Thursday night, or they come when they know that it's going to be the slower time, uh, because they enjoy not being so much, so many people around and they're rowdy and it, you know, in all honesty, it can get a little crazy that you can't even find a place where to go because it's so many people bodies everywhere. everywhere, bodies <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Writhing yeah. bodies. Yes. What would you say to someone who's new to the lifestyle maybe, or who has never been to a club like this and who might feel nervous about coming to the Oasis? You know, it's not what would I say or what I do say all the time, at, you know, sex shows. And uh, when I meet people like my neighbors or friends who never been, try it out. If you don't like it, then you don't have to be here. You can leave five minutes after you came here. Give it a chance and see how you feel about it. There's no pressure. There's no pushing in any directions. You don't have to take your clothes off. You don't have to be naked. No, you don't have to have sex with anybody. You can if you want to, but if it's not what you want to do, if you want to be here just as a, you know, enjoying a drink kind of person and look around, um, just try it. And then that's basically how, you know, I try to convince the woman to give it a try. And I say, if you don't want to be here, I'll refund you the money. If you really feel uncomfortable in 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. Uh, and, and, and it happens a couple of times. We had a couple of couples uh, over the two years when, you know, they came and then they were leaving and like, can we get a refund? I'm like, okay, is anything wrong? You didn't like it? It's like, no, it's just my wife just didn't feel comfortable. And then, you know, maybe we'll try it on another night. So... Don't let anybody pressure you if it's your husband or if it's the other way around. You know, discuss it before 
and see if both of you are comfortable and then uh, just come and try it. Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone, but no. why not try it? It's not for me, right? But I enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy the the vibe of the club and then the facility of the club. And then so everybody else can do the same thing. Not everybody is a swinger. Not everybody wants to be naked. But doesn't mean that you cannot be here to have fun. It's the blending of all the minds. Yeah. The blending you know, you of the minds. You don't have to be swapping. You don't have to be into the, the BDSM community, but they can all be your friends. Yeah. Or you might just like the sexy atmosphere. The atmosphere, that's you know? the thing. It's just the, the vibe and the atmosphere and, and the no judgment and liberal feel free and, and do whatever the hell you want and how you feel. Wear sexy clothes. Wear, you know. yeah. Wear, wear lingerie or wear jeans. Yeah, the yeah. joke is Yana's never naked. <laughs> when are you going to get naked, Yana? All my members and people who, you know, know me. When are you going to get naked? Never. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a joke in here. Inside Oasis joke that Yana's always the one who's wearing clothes. So... You know, she's the sex club owner who doesn't have sex. I'm like, oh, hello, I do have sex. <laughs> Don't take me wrong. <laughs> yeah. So for a lot of couples, a conventional date would be like dinner and a movie or going out for a drink or something like that. And is it part of the goal or the vision of the Oasis to try to shift the conventional attitude a little so that coming here might be one of the things you do on a date night. It's actually part of our logo. So our, you know, slogan is beyond dinner and the movie. Wow. You didn't know that? Yeah, no. Beyond dinner and the movie. Adults playground, beyond beyond dinner and the movie experience. Well, ideally you would come and you would spend the afternoon, then you would go out for the dinner and the movie... And then you would come back for the rest of the night, or you can skip the movie, or you can do the movie in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> or you can you watch want. that movie over but, there. Yeah, you can watch the, <laughs> the porn on the movie TV in here if you don't have enough of the live uh, uh, visuals. But uh, no, yeah, seriously, uh, it's just uh, to provide for the couples who, you know, where do you go? Like, okay, we already ate, and now we're sitting on a patio, and then there's nothing to do, so let's walk on around on the street. Uh, or, okay, let's go to another bar to have another drink, right? It, it's, this gives you so many options. The, the, the size of the building and the options of what you have, what you can do, um, it combines so many activities which you will not find anywhere else. So one, one last question. What do you think needs to happen to open people's minds a little bit about sexuality and I really don't know the answer. It's a tough one. I wish I do. I I wish I knew because uh, I would do it and I would have millions of people come over here. But uh, we can all work on it. Just word of mouth. But talk to your friends. Tell them how awesome it is. Carry the message. You know, carry the message. Don't be ashamed to tell people instead of, yeah, I was at Moxie's yesterday. Tell them I was at Oasis and it was Mm. awesome. Oh, I am. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you very much for giving us your time this afternoon. Well, thanks for spending time with me. And I hope you're going to enjoy the rest of the day here. We will.
Naughty News of the Week. Today's Naughty News is about Midori's Forte Femme Feminine Dominance Training Workshops. She holds these regularly a couple times a year in San Francisco and in New York City. What they are are weekend-long intensives for feminine dominance training. I attended one in San Francisco back in March, and it was completely life-transforming. As the website says, Midori's uniquely designed curriculum takes a head-heart-hands approach that integrates the eroticism of your mind and body, as well as of your partner, instead of trying to teach you one-size-fits-all scripts or focusing on technique. She really did teach us all how to harness our power femme within and to work with feminine dominance in a way that was personal for us. It was a fabulous weekend, and she is an extremely knowledgeable, experienced educator and very generous with her knowledge. So it's also a lot of fun. You meet some great other women. She puts a size limit on the class, so there were only 10 of us and Midori and her assistant. So you get a lot of personal attention, a lot of opportunities to explore what's meaningful for you. And there's even a field trip and an unbelievable dinner with Midori and the students where you can bring your partner if you like. So there's a Forte Femme weekend coming up in San Francisco, August 2nd to 4th. And very soon, June 28th to 30th, there's going to be one in New York City. So that's really soon. The one in August in San Francisco, there's still time. Registration for that one began on June 1st. I had a wonderful experience at it and they do sell out. So if you're going to try to sign up for the one in August, now's your chance. And that's this week's Naughty News. It's the end of our long weekend. It's the end of our long weekend. Yeah, it is. That's all we have time for today for this show. Oh no! So I would wrap up the Toronto trip to see you, kinky Canadians, was two thumbs up, ten thumbs. fingers up, Four thumbs eight thumbs up, eight thumbs, eight thumbs up, eight thumbs up. <laughs> and toes, or wherever you want. Okay, them. Toes. with eight toes. Yeah, eight thumbs up for somewhere. Does anyone have anything else they want to add before we say goodbye? No. I can't wait to see you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to. It was a good weekend. Yeah. Very productive. And until next time. We have some exciting stuff coming up. We do. So until next time. What's what's your your pleasure? pleasure? All names mentioned in this show are either fictional, taken from public record, or held by people who have given their explicit consent to be mentioned. Fuck, that was hard!